Thank you. 
And so all these things that you don't recognize are important, you need to ask for your energy to recognize the importance. Because I want what I want. You can't do it. It's too important to stop it without complaint. Please. And this goes into other virtues. Self-control, humility, generosity. So patience isn't necessarily a virtue itself. Rather, it's an announcement of combination, it's a combination of other virtues that work together to support patience in us. What do you mean to be that person? We have this toxic culture and this is gratification. We're in a culture where we want things to happen now. We want literally dreams and patience. And we want to love that. We want to love it. Who else here is addicted to ordering something on Amazon and having it here because it's here? There's no people. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Having things to play in the book about it. I learned patience at a young age because I grew up with dialed up moments. And I'm like, they would do the hands kicks down, which is so good for some of you. Hands kicks down. I would spend, I mean, I'm not even kidding you, I would spend like three hours downloading one picture of a dolphin scene by Adam Lee. Like three hours downloading this one picture so I could use it as my computer background. But I was teaching patience games. Telling that my son, folks, poor kid, has no idea how to wait. I mean, in our society, literally, like, breeds and patients, right? But you just, you can't get away from it. So there's just something I don't make this down this line. This thought practice. But I thought it was really good. Like, if it's kind of a self awareness when you're in the moment. So, starting with S, S. Stop what we're doing. Take a pause. Like when you're, when you're feeling impatient, just stop. Whatever you're doing, stop. Let's go back to kind of see somebody that might stop really hard. Um, three, take a little bit of breaths. So, whatever your focus of attention is, just keep breathing. Like, stop, breathe. Find your connection with the Holy Spirit and engage. Like, Holy Spirit, I want to take some heads. The only thing that will satisfy me at this minute is to drink the blood of my enemies and bathe in the tears of their women. Like, that's the only thing that will satisfy me in this moment. No, I need to stop. I think I'm going to be on the bottom and I'm going to try to kill you. stop. Take a breath. Oh, I'm going to be on the bottom and 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 I'm how do I stop myself from taking some risks? Right? Hey, for me, having taken the opportunity to check in with yourself, check in with the Holy Spirit, engage God, ask God to be present in this situation, 
was because he did not want to live in this body for someone else. So he had saved up enough of his mother's sleeping pills to put himself to sleep. He was going home to kill himself when an act of unexpected kindness gave his plans and his life a new direction. That kindness to other people to quite lose it all. Your grace, your mercy, your love, your goodness, your kindness can literally saves someone's life. Sometimes all people need was just someone to listen and someone to care. And it's, it's not. To keep them from doing the open heart. And as followers of Jesus, this is what we're called to. Not that I am myself, but this is just being with me. You'll see your Christianity in some little kid on my desk. I was like, I'm talking about kindness. This is on my desk. I'm going to ask Jesus. So, they have a thousand on my desk. And then these little kind of countries. And it said, Mr. Harrison, you're not kind of people, kind people. And they're obviously kind because they kindly left us on my desk to encourage me. And their kindness makes me want to be more kind. It makes me want to respond when it comes to being kind. Right? It's this difficult thing. We should be coming out of the community around the next assignments, right? It's difficult to do that kind of hatred. How do we do this? We're just a few of us. Mean what you do. Like, when you're doing something, mean it. Like, if you're doing something kind for somebody, like, mean it. Don't just do it when you're supposed to. Like, actually, have something behind it. Although, I want to say this, as Lewis says, sometimes we have to act a certain way, and presently we will find that our heart and our mind will follow. Sometimes we start acting a certain way, and then the neural pathways of our brain start making these new channels of ways of being. And probably, like, then you reflexively more that way. It's still a good habit, right? It's a good habit of kindness. We know that kindness doesn't have to be difficult. This whole long story I read literally stopped and helped somebody pick up books because he dropped them. That's not a big deal, right? I mean, it's not such a big deal. You can do small things. So the goal of compassion for each morning. Like, God, let me find one instance in my day to day where I can show your kindness and your compassion to somebody. Remind yourself that you are not just done. Doesn't think it's not revolved around you. Your gravity is not what everything else circles. You're probably not hot like the sun either. I know I'm not. I'll see things. You're not the sun. 
to bring to pass his heart's desire of reproducing himself in you. That is the definition of godliness, being like God. And if our greatest understanding of who God was is Jesus, as Jesus said it was, then being more like Jesus, that is godliness. So as we become more and more transformed into the image of Jesus, his goodness was developed in us. Everybody hated those little silly WWJD everything that somebody marketed and sold a million little rubber bracelets to you folks. Everybody got something. But the spoiler of it, the reality of it, the understanding of like stopping and saying, okay, what would Christ do in this situation? That was rock solid. Like, we should be assessing what would Christ do in whatever we make these situations. And so, as we invite the Holy Spirit to be with us, to abide with us, to live with us, and to affirm us, using the word of God, that's the scripture I read, not technically like the way of Jesus, but just like that scripture. But as we do it more and more, the goodness of God's creation, seeing His goodness, we respond to true creation of God. It's not that we naively call everything good. If you look around, it's pretty easy to see that not everything is good, right? Not everything is just. Not everything is right in our world. Because the fall causes us to make really bad choices. Started at the very beginning when one big choice is another. And when Adam and Eve decided to go their own way instead of God's. Right? That was not good. As I'm being intellectually honest, none of us would probably done anything different than none of you did. Because I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. So I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm talking about all of the problems short of the glory of God, right? Even if participating with God in the kingdom work is calling everything back to what is good. So imagine what I would look like. Who is this person's arrival? Our friends, strangers, family, even our enemies. Let's take a moment and say, You are fearfully and wonderfully. You are your person who just made me so mad that I want to spit nails. You are fearfully and wonderfully. You are my hero who just took your comic and you like decided to bend it backwards so that the story cracks into a million pieces. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a person who just made $10 million and we paid on your taxes and I ended up paying more than one day and then we made $10 million. You suck. I can certainly have to make it. But I mean, all these things, right? Into people who really frustrate us and who, you know, are, are hard. It's changing our perspective. Our goodness makes us want to echo that understanding that they're fully wonderful. We want to echo that into their lives and into their thoughts. And hopefully that translates into their feelings and their actions. It's hard. So how can we develop this in us? We need to call out the best in us. It's me and I'm lying. 
the big on these things that actually steer that which steers us to be right back. Like, when we train our own minds to think on the things of God, calling out the best in others, encourage, edify, stir them up, support them as we can work. And everyone around us, we find it all the best in the world. It's our duty as Jesus followers to work at bringing God's goodness to our society. Our perfect society would be full of people who are acting like Jesus running around. I can't even imagine it if I'm being honest. But how do we know what that would look like? Like, perfect peace, joy, love, patience, kindness, even self joy. Everybody has all that. At the same time, nobody because what is going to happen. So we're coming to all our human perspective of Jesus' life. So let us pray for goodness. Lord God, if you give out goodness to us, if you spare us power to be good, so many times, it's hard for us to know what the good way is. And so, Holy Spirit, we need you. We need your wisdom. We need your direction. We need your guidance. Without goodness in this world, we pray. Amen. Um, we're going to have a little bit of worship, and then we'll have a time of prayer. So, I can get my friends to come up.